0: Previously on Androids and Aliens... It's impossible to die in Starfinder. (laughs) Don't say that. It's fine. Don't say that. There would be no
1: rest for the weary. So you're fighting three cultists, and then you're fighting this badass-looking half-orc. As the desperate hunger continued their onslaught... Qualo falls. Oh, Oh, no. But a last-minute reversal of fate. You guys really... Out of control is what we like to do. Really, after
2: up
3: would spare them when all hope seemed lost.
4: Remember that time when we left off before this battle happened? Uh, we were all like, "Yeah, let's definitely rest. Let's take care of Linnea. She can definitely not go on."
3: The adventure continues.
4: And yet now here we are, more damaged than ever. But sure,
3: now.
1: Friday, everybody. It's time for some androids and aliens. But before we get to the show, I have a question for you all. Are there any music that you liked as a teen that you don't like anymore? Let's start with Grant Berger. Grant, some music you cared about a lot when you were a a budding 13-year-old on the mean streets of Texas. You probably already had your, your first gun. Well, what did you listen to that you don't listen to anymore?
2: Well, on my way to the ammunition store, <laughs> I would listen to the Dave Matthews Band endlessly. Endlessly. Mm. Dave Matthews Band, Tool. Tool's still pretty cool, some of it. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dave Matthews Band all the time. I would, like, uh, sing, like, all the songs. I'd write the lyrics out. I had posters in my room. I went to a concert. I went to several concerts. I was a I was a DMB head, and uh, now I now I hate it.
1: Hate it. Hate it's a strong word. It. It's uh, there, it's there, not there are, it's not great music.
2: There are a couple <laughs> songs that I still like. Will hear and I'll like remember. They crash into me is still pretty good. I gotta say. Mm. Um, but yeah it's weird he really has a strange singing voice now that I look back on it it's very like all over the place and like I, I had someone who was like a classical singer once like be like that man cannot sing in tune and I was like oh
0: oh sure yeah, but you don't uh, have to be able to sing in tune to be a rock star no Bob, Dylan, not...
2: Bob Dylan's an excellent like all there's a line from David Berman from the Silver Jews all his favorite singers couldn't sing I, I get it but he's trying hard hmm.
5: So I saw Dave Bob Matthew- Dylan live. I think live. Dave Matthews is definitely trying hard, <laughs> Grant. That's what you know, I like, just said. That's what I just said, Matthew. Oh, I thought you meant Bob Dylan. No, I, I, yeah, I yeah, no, just I, said that, I,
1: I saw Bob Dylan live, and he was sick that night. That was the only time I ever saw him. It was like a sick Bob Dylan. And I was like, I, I don't understand any of this. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but Joe, I saw you get very defensive as Grant started talking smack about Dave Matthews, because I assume you're still a fan of this now defunct band. Defunct. They've,
2: they've only, gotten, up. Better. They've <laughs> no, only gotten better.
1: They've
0: only gotten. I actually went. I actually went. Our agent Kevin is a huge Dave Matthews fan. And is he our, really? Dave, yeah. Our company Fish,
1: Dave Matthews. Yeah. Our company oh, rep yeah, Dave, Dave Matthews.
0: Uh, <laughs> reps Dave Matthews. And so we uh, went to a concert together one time, and I hadn't been to a Dave Matthews concert since I was in college, which is when Grant was a teen. And, you know, so we were listening at the same time, but I hadn't gone in years. And I went and I was like, this is still pretty damn good. I think you just hadn't seen them live in a while, Burger. Uh, Anyway, they put on a good show. They put on a good show. Uh, For me, I can't think of anything. There's nothing that I liked when I was like a teen that I think is shitty now in terms of music. Because your taste has never changed in anything. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, my taste always changes. and nope. always sort of accepts the old and the new. I, I, I get nostalgic. All that music. Are you kidding me? There, I, there are times, I think there were, there were times in like the early 2000s when I thought that 80s music was overall better music than 90s music. But now I don't think that anymore. Now I think they're all good. They're all good. They all had their own thing and they were all good. Uh, for their own reasons. No.
4: Not everything can be good, Joe.
1: Nothing is better than the nineteen eighties. Uh for music. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I did, okay, I did, the seventies are better?
1: No. Nope. Sixties <laughs>
0: might
4: even be better?
1: No. Nope. Oh, uh, God. It begins <laughs> and ends. It begins and ends with Hollow Notes.
0: Um, Hall <laughs> Hollow Notes began in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Peaked. And I will say this I will they say this about hollow notes I never listened to any hollow notes really Right. of course I did but I didn't know they were hollow notes uh, and so one night Troy <laughs> was going to a concert with our friend Kevin and, uh, and other people it was like That's eight right. people going to this concert that I wasn't garden. going to at the garden and they were all grabbing a drink beforehand it was a little happy hour and I went from work met all of them and then they were all going off to this concert and I remember being like a couple brewskis in and Troy's like do you have any idea how many hits these guys have? And I'm like, no, man, no, I, I'm really not interested in your band. And then he started like l- listing them off. And I'm like, you know, happy hour, buzz. And I'm like, that's them? Wait, that's them, too? That's them, too? <laughs> and then before I knew it, I was like, holy shit, Hall of the greatest band of all time. <laughs> Valley has that, like, you know, sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves thing when he gets all fired up <laughs> about something he likes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: you. If by the end of the conversation, you're like, any hey, chance I could get an extra ticket to that? Yeah. all do Oats?" So, <laughs> you
0: going to be scalping outside the garden. I'll pay two fifty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of them jobs. Uh Matthew, I imagine you. Uh, you have some shameful uh, music tastes that you know. We're not going to judge you here. We just let it out. This is a safe space.
5: No, I'm glad you asked this question, Troy. I really appreciate the the uh, the time and the space to talk about it because it's yeah. painful for me. That's important. Um, see. When I was in high school, we didn't have, you know, Apple Music or Spotify. You had to go purchase your your music in, in CD format. Ugh. And the CD I owned uh, of the musical Into the Woods was a 2002 Broadway revival, um, which was all <laughs> I knew. That was a double CD, wasn't it? Or was that the no, original? No, no, that was just a single. The original <laughs> was a double CD. And the original is obviously far superior no offense to the actors in the revival; they're all great. But like, I it just wasn't—I just knew there was a world out there, and I could have had the nineteen eighty-seven original Broadway cast recording at my disposal, and yet I was living in total
0: ignorance. How embarrassing
1: for you. I, <laughs> I just want to—I just want you to know it's very brave for you to bring that up. And, I, I appreciate uh, you saying that. I hope that you're uh, you're going to get get past it, uh, Sydney. I can't even imagine. What uh was the music of your teens? Was it uh was it someone with a dollar sign in their name?
6: God he's so That old. is such a dad joke. That is
4: so funny that you fucking said that. Um, it was good. That was really good.
6: You know, it's funny, I was just having this conversation with a friend talking about like truly how bad the music was in that like preteen era, like 13 years old, because a lot of the the musicians I listened, and I was like across the spectrum. I listened to stuff my parents listened to. I liked Hall & Oates. I listened to Sublime. My dad really liked Sublime. So I had like a very weird, broad music uh, taste. But um, the bands that people were into were like Warped Tour bands. Are you familiar Mm. with Warped Tour? (laughs) Uh, I've I've been to a Warped Tour. (laughs) It's bad. So recently I went on a little deep dive with my friend through Spotify and we're like, what do these bands sound like? So I think the first concert I ever went to was All Time Low and Mayday Parade. Some people listening might have some idea what I'm fucking talking about. Um, but that led us on like a bigger escapade where we listened to like "Cute Is What We Aim For," "Taking Back Sunday," and we just went down this like rabbit Taking hole of male fronted warped tour bands. And we were like, <laughs> we were like, these lyrics are so insane. Like I cannot believe I was 13 <laughs> and I was singing this, and my parents were like, "Sounds good." sounds Mm. positive for for women and for like life is this Um, emo
1: would this be considered emo
6: yeah this would be considered emo Mm, um but i also
4: listen
6: to a little bit of scream a little pierce the veil veil but um i also listen to (laughs) kanye west when i was 13 i loved kanye west so i don't regret that i regret kanye now i don't regret kanye then um but yeah music uh i think i'm kind of like joe though I, i take it for what it is i'm like you know what I was into it then. What a funny time to be alive. I have different tastes now. I'm sure I'll hate it when I'm Thirty. But, yeah, that's the uh, that's thing. Funny. Like,
0: the more I think about it, the more I'm like it doesn't make sense what you're saying, Troy. Like, you're the one whose taste never changed because you only <laughs> like Hall and Oates. Like, <laughs> yeah. you haven't liked any music. He likes since Crows 1994. Also. I oh, love God. Counting Crows.
1: I've always loved Counting Crows. <laughs> yes, uh, but true. my love of Counting Crows was renewed when I met my wife. Uh, but I never liked country growing up, and now it is the only music I listen to besides mm. uh, what happens between November 1st and December 26th, which is only <laughs> Christmas music. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I hated country growing up uh, But now I, I even listen to classical In the morning mm. Sometimes I'll sit to Archer down, make him some eggs And we listen to some Chopin Bach An etude yes. or two An etude or two, just to mix it up from the wiggles Have you gotten familiar <laughs> uh, enough to
2: be able to call out Compositions by name? Or do you just name a composer and say I'd like this general oeuvre Well, work? I started
1: out by just saying Alexa, play some classical music I hope she doesn't hear me uh. <laughs> I, get, do you, do you, this, I don't want to get too much of a tangent. Of
0: conversations.
1: I don't want to get in too much of a tangent, but like I get so mad at her sometimes, and I'm like, I don't talk <laughs> to <laughs> anybody like I talk to Alexa. <laughs> and if anyone ever heard me, like, well, I'm my like, is he talking to his wife like that? Yeah. So I'm like, Alexa, stop. I'm like, did you hear me the first time? Alexa, stop.
0: Yeah. Do, 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 do you know do, who hears how you talk to Alexa? Alexa. Alexa and she yeah. records all of it. And then sends it to the the authorities. <laughs> so it like, to the government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, can, um, you expect to hear from them.
1: Yeah, no, my, my my tastes have changed, but I'm sure I have uh some that I'm ashamed of. But I want to hear from Skid. Skid, teenage Skid, what what did you uh oh, listen to that you just now you're like, what was I thinking?
3: I think the stuff I enjoy now is only stuff that I listened to when I was a teenager. Because it was all Metallica
0: Public Enemy and N.W.A. is all I listen to now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- see, that's the thing. Somebody says, I can't remember who it, it was. I can't remember, but it was, just that music is, that's why it is so intense. It's so intense in your teenage years because so many things are happening happening to you developmentally at that time and mentally that the music you listen to at that time usually reverberates and rings through with you your entire life, uh, for, for good reason. Because like, even though there are songs that I really liked in the post, I would say post emo ish, like mid aughts to late aughts, like indie music. There's a lot of stuff I really liked, but nothing that like I feel impacted me the way that music did when I was a teenager, you know, all those songs bring up so many memories and so many feelings, so many thoughts. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's gotta be that way for, you know, for everybody as they go through. I mean, the way that my dad talks about music from the 60s, especially the late 60s into the early 70s, when he's like going to Vietnam and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like all those, that, that music has stayed with him his whole up. life. And he's so <laughs> into it, you know. And There's this such... alchemy going on with your
3: hormones that mm-hmm. mixes with the music you're hearing that just creates this effect. Yeah, yeah. Ellie, what about you? Uh, Abba, Ace of Base. Ugh, what
1: was ugh. the big ones for your teenage years? You're no. barfing Abba.
4: Well, I mean, it's not like it's it's from the it's not something I listen to, and it's also not. Uh, anyway, Avicii. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, I did like that, but that was later. That was uh, college years. Uh, you would uh, listen to Avicii before you got drunk and went hit the bar. What but, was thirteen-year-old
1: uh, Ellie bopping out to?
4: Well, the sad the sad thing is that it was uh, I was just around the age around Spice Girls, uh, ah. so that awesome. reason, Spice Girls are awesome.
3: There's nothing There's about need to be ashamed all. of that.
4: I uh, yeah, and also Britney Spears came and Christina Aguilera, like the the early sort of that movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see Christina Aguilera live and Spice Girls live. Wow, and I thought that was cool. Uh, But then, yeah, but then I got into a music school, a pretty prestigious music school for piano players, and I had to stop listening to this. So I'm actually playing Chopin, Troy.
1: Wow. You don't listen to Chopin. You just play it poorly.
4: Uh, No, I play it (laughs) poorly. I'm a pretty good good classical piano player. I used to be. I used to be. I haven't had a piano since I moved here, but Hmm. I have tiny hands. I don't know if you know this about Chopin but he he's able he had like very long, long hands. Uh, <laughs> I didn't fingers. know that.
1: Long hands.
4: Long hands. That was
1: his <laughs> nickname. Hand. Long-hand Chopin they called him. Long in the hand Chopin.
4: <laughs> but he could take an octave and a C and a G like so whereas I can only I can barely reach an octave. So. Well, the way he
2: wrote music was difficult for some people to play without that reach, right?
4: Exactly. So that's why he created that like flow of like you're breaking them up, whereas he probably could just like slam his hand down, yeah. which I find kind of sexy now when I talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: He was the Randy Johnson of Polish pianists.
2: <laughs> 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 He's now a famous sports photographer.
1: Is he really? Uh, uh, did you ever wow. see the video of Randy Johnson killing a pigeon? Look it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, it's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. It was like somebody submitted a crit to us. That was that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, right. Right. He's yeah. Randy Johnson's pigeon. He's just throwing like <laughs> a 102 mile an hour
1: fastball, and God is like, watch this. This is going to be funny. And that <laughs> fucking bird just happened to be there, and it, boom, the bird explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to my uh, my teenage shame, uh, we really want to hear from uh, a man who I think grew up in the, the town that, uh, Flash dance what was not flash dance what was the what was the movie where <laughs> music work? was banned Footloose. loose put loose was it's David Winters, everybody! Devin Winters. Hello, hello. i up. I had Footloose on the tongue, and then at the last minute, I was like, no, maybe it's Flashdance. Flash <laughs> Doesn't Flashdance take place in Pittsburgh?
7: Built... <laughs> no, Flashdance yeah, is a strip club in Manhattan, I believe. But that's <laughs> there. Um, Well, no, so Troy, you mentioned the country thing, and I'm kind of sad you did, because my music thing was actually the opposite direction, where I grew up in a small, like, single, blinking, red-light town wow. in Michigan. And listen to a bunch of country. And then once I finally kind of got out and made it to the coast, suddenly it was like, Why was I listening to that? So I like everything <laughs> but country. It doesn't matter what. Like hip hop, classical music, eighties, love hollow notes. Uh, but country, like it it's triggering.
1: Wow And you know it's not like You're a young guy It's not like you're listening To the Oak Ridge Boys You're probably listening To like no, no, I saw, I
7: saw the Oak Ridge Boys In concert actually But that's neither here Nor there
1: <laughs> No no that's here And there Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait
4: When you say country Do you mean like Red Dead Redemption country Like that cool country or do you mean like the line no. dance? no like, uh,
1: should... no, no. that line dance stuff is like <laughs> billy ray cyrus 1992 achy breaky heart um the country isn't like that anymore that's not to say there aren't line dancing country songs but there's just as many line dancing hip hop songs um, when i say country i'm talking about modern country which is very poppy um and that's all i listen to but well,
7: back then it was like garth brooks and stuff yeah. Like, what was his yeah.
1: alter ego? Chris Lane? No.
7: Uh,
0: Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines. 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 Yeah. And he dressed just like you do tonight, Grant. He, did. <laughs> he, did. he did. <laughs> hair kind of down is in the right Chris way. that
2: Chris Gaines over there? <laughs> is, that, is,
0: that, is that Chris Gaines? <laughs> so.
2: He had that like tiny little, he grew like a tiny yeah. little chin.
1: sole Flavor saver. Yes, flavor saver. I could be misremembering this, but I think he hosted SNL once, but Chris... Garth Brooks hosted SNL, but Chris Gaines was the musical guest. Uh It's so ridiculous, but that was a good SNL that had uh, Old French Whore. The, the, uh... I, that was, yeah. yeah.
3: I think mine's dead. I think my whore is dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sherry O'Terry played an Old French Whore. Anyways, uh... I think I don't really. I, I, I think I've talked about this on shows before. I had Columbia House and uh, where oh, you would, yeah. uh, you know, send in a nickel and then they would just ruin your credit uh, when you never paid for the rest of the CDs. So I would just get a bunch of garbage. And then I worked this like door to door sales job uh, as a teenager that was like I was delivering newspapers, but then there was a way you could make a little extra money where you just drove around with this pedophile and went door to door and tried to get people to uh, like buy subscriptions to the newspaper. So I did. That And uh, you could either get paid uh, $5 in cash for a subscription or a $10 strawberries gift card. And strawberries was like the uh, the, the Sam Goody uh, at the time. <laughs> you might not know what Sam Goody is, but it was like a place where you got CDs. But anyway, so I was like... <laughs> Well, give me ten dollars worth of CDs.
0: I don't want five bucks. So uh, I,
4: uh, I, I can see Sydney
0: just blazing over as you're telling this story.
6: I, I'm catching like I'm. Uh, you lost me at straw. I'm like I don't know what that is. Like, strawberries,
2: goodies,
0: like uh, it's great. The strawberries in the best old English. Like what, what is it?
1: <laughs> strawberries <laughs> and uh so i yeah i just had a ton of garbage cd's like remember snow in foma oh. Oh, so yeah. oh, yeah. uh, while i'm not ashamed of this i was really big into bryan adams and the song from the robin hood uh soundtrack I, I just yeah. for
4: you, you i listened <laughs> listen to that
1: song religiously every night before i went to bed <laughs> i was into
5: do it too. See. I was very injured, but I also
1: was like like six years old.
4: (laughs) You you always uh, play Phil Collins, or always, but you very often play Phil Collins. The "Take a Look at Me Now" song. Uh, Uh,
0: Yeah, any Phil Collins. I I, I still have the Phil
4: Collins is amazing. Like he is. I think he. he, If anyone said that, then they would win the game.
0: You know who hates Brian Adams? BTW, Matthew, because he's Canadian. Oh, Matthew
1: (laughs) Brian Adams, he's a Canadian treasure
5: I ride the Pelotons with Brian Adams all the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) With a scowl on your face Oh, that reminds me There was music back in the day that I was like This is amazing Then there was that middle area where I was like That was so lame And then I did a Peloton ride the other day Featuring a whole bunch of Madonna's Immaculate Collection And I was like, this shit still rules I was wrong in that middle area now, you, amazing.
1: you went to Catholic school too, right? Yes. Yeah, so I went to Catholic school. I'm not Catholic, Protestant, but I went to Catholic school for 16 years. And I remember either 7th or 8th grade, we all were handed a uh, form that we had to bring home to our parents. It was like, do not let your children purchase or listen to this Madonna album. <laughs>
2: Was that the oh, one with no. like a prayer on it? Right? Yeah, yeah, with like a prayer. And, it's
1: like, and it describes a the video. Mystery. It was like, there's a video where she is like making out with Jesus on the cross. And it's yeah. a black Jesus no less. We don't like that. Uh, anyways, you should. Uh, Wait, so should your parents out. had to sign the form and you had to return it? Or it was this like a flash? I remember my mom being like, this is stupid. I'm not signing this.
4: Uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, they, I think the intention was they wanted you to sign it um, and send it back. Anyways, wow. times have not changed at all. Uh, well, let's play some Starfinder. Uh, last week, you guys kept the fun train rolling. Could have been a, a difficult combat, but you really worked well together. Uh, it only took five books and the addition of two more uh, new characters. But you really worked well together in a situation that could have been very hairy, especially for Linnea, and then uh, eventually for Qualo as well, who went down. Went down and out for the count. Had to burn an RP um, to stabilize. You then heal up, and you say, there's a little bit back and forth between Dax and Kreska. Kreska's uh, having a little trouble controlling her crew, I think. It's just outsider's opinion. Uh, Dax wanted to push forward. Kreska wanted to wait. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, you say, you know what, let's just, let's clear it. Let's clear it, and uh, we'll just be sure that we're very careful with uh, especially Linnea. So Dax leads the charge, and you decide to go to the door to the northwest. You open said door. Let's go to the map. There's a partition there, uh, and it looks like the partition opens up to the east. There's some stairs leading up. Dax goes up the stairs. There's another door to the right. Um, It looks like it must be some sort of small space between this room and the room that you were just in, where you found those dimensional comm units and those cool uh, Kishali uh, batteries. But you are interested in this room. Let's take a... Let's take a gentleman's peek at this room here. Ooh. Big ass room.
6: Ooh.
1: Big ass room. You guys say room or room?
6: We say room because we're not from Massachusetts. You say room because you are. Oh, wow. Oh, no, now, Guys, don't do this to me.
4: What's the right thing?
1: Wait, do <laughs> what do you, you think, Ellie? What do you how do you say it, Ellie?
4: Room... That's correct. <laughs> rum. That's
3: correct. Dude, you sound just like Troy in the like third episode of Glass Cannon. It's exact same moment in the yeah. room. I still say rum. rum.
4: Rum, rum, as in as in the
1: as in drink? like yeah, like rum and coke. Um, you should hear my parents and well, worse yet, my cousins. It sounds like they're wait, from but Troy, you were, you
6: were South Shore, right?
1: North Shore, dude.
6: Oh, you were North kid. All right,
1: North Shore. Shore. Um, South Shore is basically <laughs> Rhode Island.
6: I, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not from Massachusetts, but I lived in the North Shore and I'm, I'm on your side. Where were you on the North Shore? Salem. Get out of here. Yeah. Were you in you Beverly? Where were you? Which? Or were you Danvers? Um,
1: I, was, I went to high school in Danvers, but I grew up in Haverhill.
6: Haverhill. Oh, my friend's in Haverhill. No, way, Haverhill. Yeah, oh Haverhill.
1: God. Guys, take off. Sydney and I are going to hang out for a little bit. We got <laughs> to
6: chat about some stuff.
1: What was Did your you dunkies? <laughs> I could go for a dunkies right now. Ooh. But let's dunk
6: plastic cup and the styrofoam cup anyway sorry
1: i know that was a big thing and they outlawed that recently let's talk about this room you want a little flave text i said to you last week i said to you last week when you opened the door it was just like a blue light that was it a blue haze throughout the room and as you turn that continues throughout it's just this eerie blue light and i think i said to you earlier after you defeated those initial cultists that were harassing the space dog uh It was like a green light throughout. This room has a totally different uh, hue to it. So it's just eerie to kind of get you in the zone. Uh, And as you turn the corner, you see that this blue is coming from a single monitor across from the southern door. There are a bunch of other computer consoles in the room, but they're all dark right now. And then standing in the center is a circular platform of some unknown technology just affixed to the center of the room on the floor. Uh, You've seen this now in a couple other rooms, um, so it's not completely foreign, but again, the technology is beyond your comprehension. And you look, there's actually windows that look outside. to the west that's just completely obscured by the uh, thick jungle foliage that has overgrown this station for hundreds Mm. of years Uh, since there were
0: people working here you would think Um, what do you do Um, first thing I'm going to do is check over here for a secret door there's something blocking the way here it makes no sense whatsoever and just ruins the map uh, so I'm just going to clear that up real fast okay you know,
1: and it just shows you more of the map
0: oh perfect oh right. look at that gorgeous map that that artist did there wonderful is. Uh <laughs>
4: that. I don't
0: I don't see any of this until you point it out
1: because <laughs> I don't have slow- the opacity set to that
0: I'm going <laughs> to slowly walk around the room uh, gun out and just look at Dr. Friss and just sort of give him a nod like you know Looking at the computers as you want, I'll cover you. Uh, and he doesn't even care if Fris sets off a, a trap or anything. He's going to stay in here in case something really attacks Fris. Okay.
1: Um, Doctor Fris, you're the next one in the room. What do you do?
3: Fris cautiously makes his way over to this central device, whatever it is, and try an engineering check to see if i can activate it yeah you look at it and you're like this there's nothing
1: really here that can control it maybe the one active computer uh, is the only way there are no buttons that could turn this on but the one okay. active computer you think is probably hooked up to
3: it all right i'm gonna head over then to that computer it's over on the north wall is yeah that it is? okay so i'm first gonna do a perception check to see if it's trapped okay uh, that is a 31. Looks okay. Okay. I am going to do a computer's check to see if I can get into it.
1: Okay. Uh, computer check.
3: Ooh, a natty 19. That is, that is a 39.
1: Okay. You access it with ease. Um, it looks like there was a countermeasure in place that has recently been... <sighs> Uh, disabled, uh, an alarm system that would have gone off. Um, you now uh, have the ability to power up the lights and the other computers in this room. You can see that like you have those functions in front of you, but as you're standing there at the console, the platform near the center of the room just flickers to life zzz, 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 as a luminescent holographic projection manifests above it. Uh, let me show you what that looks like
0: you guys see that yes yeah Ooh. awesome nice epaulets uh, yes very fancy looks like an older kishali mm. this uh, light just within seconds coalesces into
1: this tall regal humanoid form that resembles the images of the ancient kishali that you saw on istamak also resembles the other uh Shali hologram that you spoke to and uh, defeated earlier Um, this figure is dressed in garb that appears to be a mixture of military and scientific outfits uh, that seem to uh, uh, the the whole figure just seems to disappear into the glow of the circular dais at the figure's feet but it's still like 13-14 feet tall and just as it gets down to the bottom the glow from the uh, the the sphere there, just you don't really know where it begins and ends. It's kind of cool. Uh, mm. It stretches out an arm to you and you realize this is the same figure you saw in the room before that told you to come here. It stretches out an arm and speaks to you, Dr. Frist and says,
8: Do, you, do your friends speak my tongue?
3: Uh, and he answers in ancient kishaline He says, like, No, but I can't translate for them. Yes, but we must save as
8: much time as we can. Perhaps I can help if you would tell them to not be afraid when I scan their minds.
1: Can I do a sense of motive? Sure. (laughs) Uh, 22? 22. She seems like she's on the up and up. Obviously you're a little weary after uh, running into the one before that trapped you, Uh, but you feel like she's sincere
3: He, I turn to the rest of them and I say like wants to scan our brain so we can communicate beta." I think she's only up and up
4: sounds good
0: mm-hmm. Dax will submit so, to a scanning
8: tell them to enter the room and close the door
0: behind you well, close the door Bassa.
4: No, know, when people say that to me, then it's trouble.
0: Captain, perhaps <laughs> yeah. perhaps Linnea should wait outside. I think she should hear this if she wants to. Um, Hi, Captain.
4: How about, uh, is, is uh, Matthew, you and I are connected, uh, Kreska, you and I are connected. Uh, can I, like, feel it through you?
5: No, I can, that's just, it's just, uh, let's see. Okay, can cool. I do something I, that can connect us?
4: I, yeah, I remember.
5: Not in the way this would, not in the okay. way this would be. Helpful. Well,
4: fuck it. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Live a little.
1: You instantly die.
4: <laughs> <But> Troy. <laughs>
1: uh, no, but in all honesty, suddenly all of you start to feel a slight tingling behind your eyes, and then, after a moment, an audio filter kicks in into the room and as she speaks, you all understand it as if it was common. Cool. Uh, (laughs) She says,
8: uh, My name is Osteth. I was once one of the many Kishali scientists who monitored the entire system here, protecting its secret Long ago, I had a physical form. But in order to maintain these computers past our civilization's fall, another engineer and I created digital versions of our consciousnesses to serve as custodians for eternity. His name was Eltreth. And we have operated here for millennia, keeping this place functional and its terrible secret hidden. That was until a couple centuries ago. Without warning, my partner, Eltreth, began to uh, display signs of um, instability and critical errors he became convinced that he was the tool of some being known as the Devourer. I believed it to be just some uh, manifestation of degradation in his core programming, so I sequestered him here to these servers before he could cause any damage. I had hoped in time... That he could be repaired That I could repair him But recent events have changed my mind Several days ago we were invaded by a group of raiders Some of them looked much like yourselves But others were like figments Strange, dark apparitions with no true form These raiders called themselves the Desperate Hunger, and are led by an android woman named Null-9. I discovered this as they blasted their way into the facility, spouting paeans to this devourer, and caught me off guard. Before I knew it, they had freed Eltreth, and forced me into his prison." Luckily, I was able to put some roadblocks in their path to slow them down. But they cannot be allowed to access this stellar degenerator. Thankfully, you have recontained Eltreth and freed me. But my powers here are limited and time is of the essence. God bless you. <laughs>
4: so polite. Thank you. I'm sorry.
5: Can I do <laughs> a mysticism check? Um, there are, I want to know if the earliest and the earliest appearance of this cult at the devour coincides with this moment a couple centuries ago. Did the devour originate here or did it originate somewhere else and infiltrated this programming?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Roll a, roll of mysticism. Uh, 27. Ooh, the Devourer, as far as you know, predates, predates all of this. Um, it may have been known by other names. Um, like this type of uh, worship of uh, uh, an all-destructing force has been around for a long time
3: I wonder if this is whatever the devourer is is an entity that invaded and corrupted Eldrith or if this is an identity that was adopted by this person after they became after they became corrupted or what? I don't know.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah, like you've
1: heard of people being corrupted. You've, you've now met cultists and heard their story. You think about that. Um, remember the uh, the bug person who was the sniper? Mm-hmm. Then you learn about her story of how she became corrupted. You now know um, a Shun's. little bit about Mayshun's situation mm. with her mother. Yeah. But the idea of a digital consciousness being corrupted would have to give you pause, because it really feels like this devourer is something beyond space and time.
3: First is going to ask, gonna say, uh, pardon me, but would you have any concept or idea about why, how your colleague got changed in this way? Do you have any theory about that?
8: No I have thought on this For A long time And now recently confronted With other worshippers Of this being It has changed What little conclusions I came to As I said I assumed At first it was nothing but A programming malfunction But now to see That there are humans who are as devout as Eltreth was when he started to fade. I do not know, but knowing Mm. what we were sworn to protect and considering that they may be after it makes me quite fearful for the future or lack thereof.
3: Can I can I go through the files? Can I can Frisk just take a quick look over like some kind of log or something to get an idea of a timeline or... Yeah, a roll another computers check. Uh,
1: thirty one. Thirty one. Alright, so if you start to dig deeper into like the more secure data modules on the computer, you see, uh, detailed reports about Eltrith and host experiments on creating artificial consciousness. Um, you see in their reports, like when they were, uh, in, in humanoid form, their considerations and everything they went through both scientifically and emotionally to make the decision to do this. Um, the biggest thing you gain from it is you think with your mind you could actually uh, replicate the experiment if need be Mm. and uh, Mm. create a digital consciousness. Um.
4: Oh, cool. Cool. Maybe we should make copies just in case.
3: Yeah. Frisk kind of like, like slowly turns and looks over his shoulder at the rest. It's like, does anyone want to live forever? You would
1: also know, though, in reading the reports, that it would mean the sacrifice of your physical form.
4: Oh, mm. okay. Pass. Mm. <laughs> <Riss. laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: Chris, is, Chris is tempted. Chris is going to d- download all this information onto his computer. He's going to work on this.
4: Yeah. I Damn, mean, hell, I would. I would.
3: It's
1: advanced. You've never seen any sort of technology like this back on the Pact Worlds.
2: The San Junipero
1: <laughs> of
0: the Pact yeah. Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, do you know what
3: uh, that is? Right Great.
6: Right um. Is that I, light mirror?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a so bummer good. about that app Is like I walked away with that With a, with my theory Of how I thought The ending was And then I read <laughs> like The the writer was like No here's what the ending is <laughs> Like, Why would you do that Why would you tell me um, What the ending is Just let me have Let everybody have Their theories on it uh, Anyways Great um, episode
6: Callum Callum walks up uh, Towards the Hologram figure Hello um,
1: little boy
8: Hello Little, uh, little boy Oh
6: <laughs> He turns around don't do Did that. Did you That's lose rude. your mommy? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the shins. I am a hologram. No, Callum says, um, So, let me get this straight. You're dead, but you're in the computers now, so as long as the computers are working, you can do stuff.
8: Mm, correct. And To be honest... My digital consciousness transcends even this computer system. However, they did imprison me, and I fear it is something that could happen again. In fact, I am trying to access uh, the room to the northeast, and someone is overriding the programming there, or perhaps something, whereas every other room I now have access to these cultists are not only ferocious but they are canny
6: if we um if we try to get rid of your friend well your ex-friend does that mean that we get rid of you too?
8: Mm. no no I will stay on however this is all very new I could trap him and maintain the balance needed. But I believe now, seeing what has happened when he was freed and fearing that this could happen again, I may need to erase him for good. And that could Mm. be complicated with regards to the initial ritual.
4: Who who would you talk to? You would be alone.
8: I do not seek companionship. It is not a personal thing so much as it is a matter of safety. When Eltreth and I conducted the ritual to convert our consciousnesses into artificial intelligence... We together created many failsafes to ensure that should one of our programming ever be corrupted, one could not act without the other, like two keys needing to be turned at the exact same time.
4: <sighs>
8: These cultists were attempting to capitalize on Eltreth's conversion by destroying <clears throat> me and reprogramming him to not need such failsafes. I fear that his imprisonment, though necessary... Would just make my job here difficult In ways I cannot predict So he must be erased But it would also erase The security measures that we put in place There is much I must Think on But there are other problems Such as I'll tell you You son of a bitch
6: <laughs> oh no, she's corrupted. <laughs> I shoot her. Start yeah,
8: yeah.
5: shooting
6: all all shoot <laughs> 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 Walter, what are you doing? Shane throughout the room.
4: I feel like she looks like uh, like, Santa Claus, like, she looks like, uh, like Santa Claus in a
6: way. Huh?
3: Very much, very much so.
4: <laughs> like in, like in, a kind she look kind so My kind, first like, thought I mean, like a. I kind of yeah. want to. I want Renea to ask for a
6: gift. He's kind, blue kind eyes.
0: Fanged creature. I guess I should ask. Creatures. First. Bald. Movement. Mm-hmm. What creature, In Santa military garb. Like? <laughs> That's
1: Santa.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Santa, alright. <laughs>
4: military garb. <laughs> I I'm, I bet a lot of people will be like. You know what, Ellie?
6: I see it, too. Okay. Yep. Uh, there he is.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: ho, ho, ho.
6: <laughs> no ears. Just no ears. Just like Santa. Looks
1: yeah. like Captain Crunch.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's Captain Crunch when he takes the hat off. You have no idea what's under That's, there.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah. Without the hat and the mustache yeah. and the beard. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, hat, mustache, beard. If he had any hair. If Santa looked exactly like Predator, like all those yeah, things. it might look like Santa on the Predator homeworld. Yeah. <laughs> it could look exactly <laughs> all like yes. That. Yes.
4: All Old I'm saying-
0: Chris Kringle on the Predator Homeworld.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying it looks like an older gentleman that I, that I would like to ask for gifts.
8: I am a woman. And
3: she An electrocutes you. So
4: it's Santa Mom. Santa. What's oh, the female Santa?
3: Santa Mom. Mrs. Claus. Oh,
0: Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Santa, Santa, Claus. Santa,
1: mom. Santa Mom. Santa Mom. No, it's Santa
0: Mom. <laughs> another Santa episode mom.
1: title.
0: <laughs> Santa Mom.
2: Don't stop her, my Santa, Santa mom. mom will shoot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: let's, let's <do> episode <laughs> title. Throw Santa
1: Mom from the train. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, what did you ask? Uh, you asked Kreska what what problems? Yeah, he's,
5: she said we have bigger problems than I. I asked for
1: concrete examples.
0: <laughs> she, <laughs>
1: <Joy was laughs> she looks down and considers this question. We'll find out her answer right after this break.
4: Oh shit! Oh, oh Ooh. <laughs> welcome
1: back. Santas and Santa moms.
4: I thought it was... The episode was over for a second. I was like, it was that quickly? It <laughs> <That> was quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was Must have really been enraptured by Troy's role <laughs> yeah, play. Was, Wow. It, was. <laughs> anyway, it just the time just flew by.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um... Hmm. she looks down and she's very uh, introspective and again she's a, a holographic version of herself this is such an advanced technology There, there's still emotions here uh, for this digital consciousness she's not a, a robot like Dax an emotionless stupid robot
0: like I'm Dax. trying to think of like how he's processing all this and it's so difficult to wrap my head around especially the part where it's like they could corrupt a digital mind do you know what I mean right and, and and so I wonder like does he fear that or I don't know I never wanted to play the Android like he had no emotion certainly right. just like a different kind of emotion or a, a different way of understanding things it's a childlike way in a way but but what is it but what about fe- yeah I mean he is a childlike wonder that's not meant to 15 14 he's like 15 yeah. years old. So it's like what is there in terms of fear? You know what I mean? Like fear of losing your own mind. You know, does he have that fear? I don't know. Try to wrap my head around it.
4: But we also know that he he might be a replica of a human, right? From your backstory.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. But I mean he's still a replica. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that he's all there. No, I
4: know, but it's so cool. I I forgot about that with the ex. Anyway, yeah, continues the Mom.
1: Santa Mom. Santa Mom looks up from her reverie And she says um,
8: Millennia ago, my people were locked in a war With a race called the Sivs After decades of fighting The Sivs fashioned a device of cosmic destruction Known as the Stellar Degenerator And sought to use it to bring the Kishali to extinction we captured the weapon before it could be activated and won the war we then studied our spoils I was one of the scientists on that team as was Eltrith and our colleagues and we learned much from its dreaded power we made a grave mistake though in firing Said weapon. We only did it once. In self-defense, mind you. But the result was an atrocity. We could barely live with. We created the Gate of the Twelve Suns. The star system in which you find yourself to house and protect the weapon. So that none might ever use it again.
0: The power of the weapon is staggering to contemplate or understand. But even more so to me now is the power to create a star system. The power to destroy it seems almost easier in a way. How is it that you created this place? And by this place he means like... These 12 connected suns, each with a single world, that orbit them in a specific way. Like, that power is completely beyond the understanding, I would think, of most Packed World's minds. How did they do it, Troy? How did they do it? Yeah. Explain the physics. Explain the physics, dude. Because it's really been bothering me for a couple months now. A couple so months, much, yeah. I think. Something so much went went into it, you could never understand.
4: Have you read The Three-Body Problem, Joe?
0: Dude, no, but it's on my list. I have it. I have it. Yeah, I have it, uh, I have it. I'm in line for it at the digital library.
4: Yeah, cool. Then I won't say anything more. Okay. I have.
0: <laughs> you read it and liked it?
4: No, I, I won't. You read I, it and disliked it? I haven't read it at all. I I only know sort of the concept, and they talk about the physics of... Anyway, listen. I don't
0: know anything about it, but I've heard really good things about it. Each of the planets orbiting
8: the suns uh, holds small edifices deep within for monitoring the gravitational pulses that emanate, emanate from each planetoid's core... When my people were still alive, some of the scientists constructed personal laboratories in these facilities, but I have not had need for them, so they have remained dormant for millennia. Cool. My new friends. But how did the suns get there? Were they already there? Lots of
0: science. (laughs) Just really hard science. Were they already there and they repurposed them for this to utilize their gravitational forces? Or did they actually move suns and create suns? Or did it was it uh, created artificially, but by someone even before the Kishali? How yeah, I can was I thinking, explain this in a way that your stupid mind can
8: understand? I <laughs> think <laughs> these are legitimate questions. No, they are. It's just your tiny... Mechanical brain could never fully understand the complexity of this, for we were much smarter and still are.
3: <laughs> but basically, I don't think you know, I don't think you know either. I think you're bluffing, yeah, exactly I know. like to the
0: hologram. It like, sounds
3: like he's bluffing. I know, I ex- know. Explain, <laughs> explain how you do it.
8: I will tell you. <laughs> Everyone. There was a, a, a guy,
5: a guy, and everyone, everyone.
4: I bet, I bet she was not the scientist back in the day. She was just an accountant or something. <laughs> like a
8: She's just a, Santa like a go, There was a guy. <laughs> who, his name was
4: Chair.
6: <laughs> oh, chair. Oh yes, Chair Wilson. Did you just say Chair because uh, you looked and saw a chair?
8: No, is that what that thing is called?
6: Or you just named it. <laughs> Maybe it was named that, after my old friend. I think they I think they chose Wilson. her to stay behind because she was the worst at what she did. Anyhow, Chair came up with this idea. <laughs> <laughs>
8: and here we are. Chair, Chair, Chair Cherson. <laughs> Chair Wilson. Chair <laughs> hey, Wilson. Chair Wilson could have never figured out this technology.
5: <laughs> was Chair Wilson also the one who developed the plastic
8: materials that can last for millions of millennia? No, you fool! That was his
0: father. <laughs> what? What was his name? <laughs>
8: Uh, table, Table Wilson
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was it tableau? in the table? Tablali oh, Is
8: this
2: what oh, <laughs> well, uh, What was, was his Italians?
8: name? Uh, it was, it was uh, Window Window Wilson uh, Window <laughs>
2: Wilson. Wilson No, Window
4: Wilson In truth,
8: Window covered in vines Wilson, they called him Widow
0: covered in
4: Wilson
8: (laughs) Dark computer monitor screen, Wilson Uh, (laughs) No, it's all right Now that we've broken the ice I will tell you the truth (laughs) But first you must understand How we got to this place Hmm (laughs) (laughs) What I'm about to tell you and show you is the truth But more importantly, in my time in confinement over the past few days I have come to a difficult conclusion The stellagent generator can no longer just be contained That is not safe enough "'The Stellar Degenerator must be destroyed. "'It is something my people should have done long ago. "'For even if the cult of the Devourer were defeated, "'there is no guarantee the location of the Gate of the Twelve Suns will stay hidden. "'For if you could find us and they could find us, "'who's to say others won't follow in your footsteps?' The Civ superweapon cannot be trusted with any people, no matter how peaceful and well intentioned they might be. For we were peaceful and
1: well intentioned. And she, like, grows somber for a moment. The entire room all of a sudden becomes filled with a holographic display of an unknown solar system, and she winks out. But you hear her voice continuing to talk, even though you can't see her.
8: Some were killed instantly. in the energy transference beam when the stellar degenerator turned their sun into a black
1: dwarf and then all of a sudden the hologram shows a ray of light streaking in from outside of the system and hitting the sun this tether pulses with energy and just you see starships get torn apart and moons nearby just get torn apart those were the lucky ones Within
8: a week, temperatures across the system dropped to below freezing, and with no sun to sustain it, plant life began to die shortly thereover. This sun at the
1: center of the system shrinks and grows dark. Digital displays near each of the system's 10 planets show the decrease in temperatures and light levels like little mini screens come up on all this uh, all these planets floating around you and you just see temperature light hundreds of millions
8: eventually starve to death or were killed in skirmishes over food
1: another numerical display pops up all in front of you where you see the rising death count
8: the mass of the black dwarf wasn't enough to keep its planets in orbit and eventually they started to drift outward, spinning erratically into the inky depths.
1: You just see the planets one by one fly off
8: leaving behind only a dead
1: sun Mm. In the hologram, the orbits of the system's frozen planets wobble, and then pff, the farthest world disappears off the map.
8: A terrible way for a people to go extinct.
1: The lights in the chamber return to normal. Oath's death reappears on her dais.
8: So you can see now why the stellar degenerator must be destroyed. I do so what no please <laughs> you have something you want to say
5: yes <laughs> why did you not destroy it originally why contain
8: it there was much discussion about what would be the best course of action I do not know for sure but I have always contemplated that even though we saw all this destruction we feared another attack And perhaps in keeping it Though they vowed up and down That they would never use it again They knew its power And it made our race Ultimately feel indestructible How wrong we were You ask how we created The Gate of the Twelve Suns Using the immense amount of energy Siphoned off during the stellar Ger- Genogen. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. <laughs> stellar G- I'm so lonely now that Esteth is gone. Eltrith His name is Eltrith I don't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> so much gin for breakfast. <laughs> I'm so alone. I said I would have oatmeal. But then there was that bottle of gin. <laughs> But then I had gin And I had gin
0: instead <laughs> and lunch it, actually le- le- it actually is legitimately <laughs> hard To say stellar degenerator Stella like over de- and is. over and over It's again. a difficult stellar- weapon to say
8: Anyhow, I'll take it back After we fired the weapon We used the immense amount of energy That was siphoned off During its one and only firing And created a pocket demiplane Within which to store the superweapon So great was this energy We were also able to wrangle a dozen nearby stars To demarcate its location While also maintaining its stability You are right to stare in wonder at this For it is a feat of magic and engineering That took decades to build and though there is a threat against us it has held strong once it was completed uh, Kishali military and scientific staff were placed in bases on each of the controller moons orbiting the 12 suns to monitor the demiplane and prevent anyone else from opening it Though these personnel were swapped out regularly, the Kishale government foresaw the eventual need for automation so their civilization ever fall. And by now, you can figure out the rest of the story. However, it must be destroyed, and to do so, we must open the gate.
4: Open up the gate...
8: How do we open the gate? Mm -hmm. I am not entirely sure Many calculations must be made Eltrith and I We had solutions for this But it needed both of us With him confined and soon to be eliminated I must find another way Right now, I do not know, but releasing Altreth is far too dangerous. I will destroy him. It is the only way. But in the meantime, the remainder of these devourer cultists must be stopped. There are some here, as I said, they must be working in that room to the northeast. But there are others. That came before And left They are seeking a Control board I believe On one of the other Moons With the missing piece of equipment They can activate The gate of the twelve suns And release the stellar degenerator So that it can be destroyed Once and for all If we Get that board Sorry Drug It's a gin for lunch and breakfast And I mentioned I had it for lunch
0: Listen They <laughs> I was going to have, have a, a salad <laughs> But then I There was that bottle of gin sitting
8: there Still on. half a bottle of gin staring me in the face And I figured Maybe it will expire if I do not finish it in <laughs> one sitting. It by, by lunch, lunch. <laughs> It wasn't until later that I realized Gin doesn't expire for months but I was all way, already halfway into my second bottle. But I was always. <laughs> I was always. <laughs> anyway, listen. <laughs> there are listen. other cultists. Everybody shut up. <laughs> they. <laughs> shut up. They came. I'm confusing a lot of topics. There's a lot going on, it's a lot of exposition. Shut up. It really is. I don't know how to do this, because with Eldrith gone confined, soon to be destroyed it is not as easy as it once was, however the cultists that came here and left I believe they have the knowledge to activate it on their own, but they needed a control board that is no longer functional here it was most likely destroyed while they were accessing the building so they left to go to another planetoid to retrieve uh, a similar control board. With that, they can open the Gate of the Twelve Suns. If we get it, and I figure out a way to do this without Eltreth, I can open the gate, and then we can destroy the Stellar Degenerator.
6: Callum asks Dax quietly, but also, wasn't this the only planetoid that, like, was viable? Didn't we scan all the other ones?
0: I believe the others did not have life forms currently. Perhaps we Cur- missed them in transition.
6: Yeah, maybe they have other computer systems set up, but like there's nobody on those planets, but they went to get some. He turns to the hologram. Is there other computers on other planets, Toids?
8: Hmm. Now that uh, Eltreth is contained, mm-hmm. I have access to the gate's full census suite. One moment,
1: and her eyes just dart back and forth.
6: And
8: yes, I can detect that some of them are still within the system, as I like, presume. No, no, please, go ahead.
6: <laughs> Sorry, I think it's like the thing with the delay, so when you talk, I talk, and, um... I'm I was not just-
8: looking at Skype. <laughs>
6: <laughs> not talk- I don't know what that is. I'm Callum. I'm talking in character. Um, technology. Uh, can you can you block those other computers on the planetoids so that they can't access it, or could you set up um, mm-hmm. firewall or, or a virus or make them make them explode like it did on us?
2: Mm.
8: Let me see what I can do here. Ah, yes. Okay. Also- it, it, no, please interrupt me <laughs> while Hold I on. try to save the world. No,
4: no. <laughs> you please go ahead, but I no. have a question. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I <clears throat> The weapon might be also already broken because we found something that the we call the drift rock, but it's a part of the weapon.
8: Oh, so then I suppose it's all taken care of.
4: I <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah, like that's
8: the thing. Yeah, I guess we're done here. Well, if one little piece of the Stellar Degenerator broke off, I guess the world is safe.
4: (laughs) It's good news, because then it can be broken. It's not indestructible.
3: Yes, this
8: is true.
4: I just bring positivity, Santa (laughs) Mom.
3: She would also like a gift. She's too shy to ask, but she would like a gift.
8: Uh, Well, I will give you the gift of knowledge For I have scanned the systems And it seems that they are within the core facility Of Gate 2's Controller Moon it is yes, an underground you. facility where my colleagues back in the day could adjust the gravitational pulses emanating back from in the. the day. P- Shut up. <laughs> back in the day, very yes. colloquial phrase.
3: Back.
0: Alien culture from <laughs> millennia <laughs> ago.
3: S- it scanned the our brains. The yeah, it it's translating.
8: It's translating our concepts.
5: This back translator when we all drank gin for
3: together.
8: I wanted to speak with your vulgar colloquialisms so that you would feel comfortable around me for back my in, intense, oh,
0: intensely... Back in the day when my boys put the <laughs> generator behind that, John. Yes. <laughs> That's what Dax is
8: hearing. Did you know there's a dollar sign in Osteth? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that something you can relate to? <laughs> good. Anyhow, my homies back on planet two—they were all you, smart and junk.
6: You really remind me of our good friend Harry T, and I think you guys would really get along. Oh yeah. yeah,
8: you should meet Harry T. Hmm, I have no. Space for friends now that the one that I had for centuries is my enemy. No, but
5: but check out these sweet jams. Dax, play in the video you took.
0: Aye, Captain. (laughs) It's a hologram of, I mean, just the most disgusting (laughs) gunks This hologram.
2: (laughs) Has ever
0: seen. Like, never seen. Balling like this on a on a half court, it's just soul shattering. Yeah,
3: (laughs) going to add one highlight reel. Sorry, my
8: eternal life. I have never seen jams so sick.
6: (laughs) Do you guys? Do you guys remember when we came into this room? And Frisk wanted to translate, but we saved t- time, <laughs> so they scanned our brains. Yeah, I'm glad we saved so all this you remember time. remember that? <laughs> 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 <The> time <laughs> is <laughs> of the essence.
2: The jams are so sick, they're either hope that the universe can be saved or another deadly weapon that can destroy all life.
4: By this all time- this
2: banter is
8: making me forget the plot.
4: Yeah. So all this time has passed now. Have I regained all my stamina and yeah, Did we rest for a full day while we were talking? <laughs> we she's, asleep. Oh. she's sleeping. She's asleep in the corner. She's asleep in, <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in Santa's lap. <laughs> so check.
8: So check it out. They are on Gate 2's controller moon, where my homies used to work. Monitoring and adjusting the gravitational pulses emanating from the planetoid center when necessary. Since my inception as an artificial intelligence, physical presences have been unnecessary in those facilities, with the exception of standard maintenance bots, like your Android, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you are a basically a toilet cleaner with a gun,
0: yes? <laughs> I am much more than that. All right. (laughs) You seem to try to guard us when we rest.
8: (laughs) Anyhow, her form like flickers for a moment. It seems as if these marauders have uh, briefly commandeered some of these robots to help them in their quest. Uh, I am completely locked out of these bots programming. They have... uh, someone with them who is just as canny as whoever or whatever is working on the mainframe here it's only a matter of time before our mutual enemies retrieve an intact control board and uh, repair the controls to open the demiplane to the stellar generator you must stop them i can provide you with a map of the core facility if you'd like oh yes In addition to its standard function... Yes, this may be helpful. The underground structure was occasionally used by uh, scientists, my old crew, to examine the effect the megastructures' gravitational pulses had on living creatures, sometimes even experimenting on test subjects transported from this controller moon's various biomes. It appears, yes, the... This person who is good with computers Has missed this For they are unaware of these functions And did not lock me out of that Hold Look at
1: this map And a uh, three dimensional map Pops up on screen Oh mm. Cool Oh That's cool
8: so Such
4: a protoss
8: yeah. That is the core facility and because they did not deactivate this programming, I can tell you. I registered nine organic life forms in the facility. Oh. This is interesting. There are also a few anomalous energy signals that I find confusing. Incorporeal. Do they match the energy signals of the other? beings that entered this facility sadly I was confined and could not do such calculations
3: can I take a look yes at <laughs> what at these signals see if I can interpret them oh uh,
8: sure <laughs> give it a whirl <laughs> if my brain can't figure it out I'm sure <laughs> your corporeal one can
3: <laughs> well, we just we have more recent experience do no, no, the you universe don't have to you you know. You in this <laughs> room. Don't doubt your intellect, but just, you know, Yes, no,
8: use your little rat right hands and uh, type on my computer and see if you can figure out what my infinite mind cannot.
3: <laughs> All right, Marvin. So, could I what, what sort of a check would be? Uh, you've already accessed it, so
1: now just uh, roll another computer's check to get a sense. Uh, <clears throat>
3: 29.
1: Yeah, it, it might be uh, more uh, shadow creatures, but there's there's some signals that are definitely not shadow creatures. Okay. It's like nothing I've seen? Oh, similar, but, you know, it, it feels like you might be dealing with, like, uh, either, uh, t- t- plane shifting situations or, uh... Uh, beyond life either undead or otherwise see like things that are not dumb. living
3: transdimensional or undead entity I can't tell from this reading if
5: we are able to access the stellar degenerator yes. how can we destroy it
8: that is what I must think on securing the control board getting it out of their hands and returning it here is the first step. In that time, I will try and come up with a solution that does not need Eltra. I know it to be possible. I just... I do not know the solution right now. However, if they get to that control board and kill all of you, I'm assuming and come here they can no doubt lock me up again and find a way they are quite good if they were able to do what they did already I fear I fear their capabilities but I have trust in my own as well if we can get that board
2: so, I'm thinking back to Castravel, Luski Lua, the Monastery of Starsong, the connection to the Ancient Elves, um, and also the fact that um, uh, even though it's spelled with a dollar sign, that uh, Osteth referred to the process... O-Dollarstein. Oh, yeah. T-E-T-H. <laughs> Little Uzi Osteth with dollar <laughs> signs. <are>. Little Uzi Osteth. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I'm just wondering. He he also referred to the process of digitizing his consciousness as a ritual, and I don't know if that is a translational idiomatic difference, or if this is more of a technomancer style type of thing. What I'm worried about here is we are totally covered from a technological standpoint with Friss's expertise, uh, but magically uh, we kind of fall short in a lot of ways. Um, uh, like it's not really one of our core competencies here so i'm just thinking about how much that could be involved in this process
1: yeah i mean ritual can mean a lot of different things it, it, i think you can probably feel pretty confident that between kreska and fris the sort of uh woman of faith and the man of science uh you can you can find a way but that is a, a consideration to be mindful of what if this magic is beyond them <laughs>
0: I would like to ask a perhaps simple question I'm sorry, Captain I would assume
8: all questions coming from you are simple So, toss it at me, toilet cleaner One might as well converse with a toaster oven
3: But go ahead
8: (laughs) Yes, I would like it My toast dark (laughs)
3: Just, Can you do that?
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't burn it. <laughs> Toaster. <laughs> just imagining this drunk, ancient hologram being like, I want my toast <laughs> I
8: haven't eaten all day. I want a piece of dark toast. What a
0: crutchie. You now
4: I really believe that he is Santa. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love, I love yeah, that, that smell. Smell. Do yes, you have a
2: bagel toast. setting on your
3: toaster?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but seriously, it's just like uh shoot. What does it look like? The stellar degenerator.
8: It is as beautiful as it is terrifying. How do I explain it to a toaster? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's really messed up You it it put that on me when The fact is You don't know what it looks like And that's really weird <laughs> and frustrating <laughs> <We're> <laughs> It is part
8: Spire Part Unending darkness It is Both Light and dark All combined into one You look upon it in both awe and fear. It's a... It's a space dildo.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool! Now,
0: now we understand that there is a... (laughs) We understand there is a certain challenge to even understanding how to destroy it. Yes. But how does one wield it? Did your keys uh, that you had with your friend, uh, Asta, El Eltrith. Eltrith. Did your keys uh, simply unlock the gate behind which the weapon... Sat, or did your keys activate the weapon? How does one activate the weapon? Not that I want to.
4: (gasps) The axe is a traitor.
0: No, but uh, if we are to stop them beyond simply destroying it, if, if there's another way to at least prevent them from activating it at the time, Basically I'm just trying to wrap my head around like it's on like a gun. It, can one person activate it? Do it you need is twenty five people to activate it? Like is it a to give you a sense of perspective,
8: it is over a dozen miles long.
0: Hmm. So it needs to be crude. Is that would that be reasonable to assume? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's not to say that it
8: couldn't be manned by one person of immense intelligence but um, the point is if you have it you can use it
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll find out when we when we do the next step what it's like do. talent mm. yeah but
0: I'm, I'm just saying like I think that Dax would ask simply because this is the first person right that we've ever talked to who has seen it mm. you know what absolute. I mean like has actually seen it I try to forget about it. It haunts my digital
8: dreams. Aww. But um, I was not uh, part of the team that fired the weapon. I only
0: saw its aftermath. Okay. Well, thank you. Captain, I suggest we rest before we try to take out those that remain within the complex. We could I, take sufficient defensive measures, take them out and then we go to this Gateway 2 planetoid try to beat uh, them to the control panel.
4: Can we, can we rest? Uh, we'll take the spaceship there, right? To get to that other planetoid.
0: The other thing we can do We can take the bus.
4: Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that we can rest <laughs> We,
6: we, we have
0: can a monorail. Rest. Sure, we'll take the spaceship. I
6: want to take the gondola. Is there there a
5: monorail that connects the different planetoids? Like,
8: surely they must have had some sort of system. The
6: gondola's got a better view. Let's take the gondola.
8: (laughs) The (laughs) gravitational pulses would destroy all of those modes of transportation.
4: Even um, the gondola. It is a my, foolish
3: suggestion.
4: My point, my point was that I we could then rest at the space sh- on the spaceship. Instead. But we yeah, still but need we still to clear, have stuff to do here. Before.
6: Yeah, we still need to clear okay, the yeah. rest.
4: Okay, cool. Y-
0: yes, but the question is, Doctor Friss and Captain, do we do we have stuff to do here? It seems that this crew has been left behind because they were unable to unlock the gate. Perhaps we leave immediately. Rest on the ship and close on yeah. this other crew before That's they find thinking. the control panel. Yeah. That seems to be the way to unlock the gate. That was going to be my question too. Is there is there any risk in just leaving
3: now? Leaving these people to their devices here. Hmm. Do you think that they
0: still might be able to do some damage if we leave them to their own? Yeah, they're they're like meddling, right? But they're just meddling. Like it seems like they're, well, like they're not.
2: If they reprogram Eldrith, they yeah. could potentially yeah. also destroy Austeth in the way. And, and that's yeah.
0: what they're working on, is reprogramming yeah. Eldrith.
2: Yeah, you know, stopping the them would certainly be a really big speed bump in the way. There I mean, I'm afraid of opening this thing to get access to the Stellar Degenerator just because they can sneak in as soon as we open it. Uh, but at least we control what it opens if we stopped.
8: I will tell you this. Part of their success thus far... What? Was corrupting Eltreth and containing me But were I to move forward with my plan to end Eltruth They cannot hurt me any further Unleashing him is the main problem So if it is your plan to just leave I support you in that plan But I must end Eltreth first
5: I mean, we could also go over there and... I mean, do you think we could, we could handle them without resting?
0: Yeah, how's, I wonder. How's everyone doing? I have one resolve point left and half of my HP. Oh, that would be permadeath. He's risking yeah. permadeath. Lin- hey, look, I'm not saying good, it's going to happen. But Linnea and koala both are risking permadeath. Yeah. Right. Let's just rest in here. We'll
5: bar the doors, set up watches, and then take out the guys, and then go. I mean, we I, we can't do anything unless we rest.
2: It sounds like. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ship is also like three hundred meters away. It's not like two days' journey in the jungle, right? Uh, unless we got no, set but up on there's hostile by other fauna creatures. Out
3: there. Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: this, so. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's let's bar let's the rest. doors and rest here. Will you death, can you seal
3: off this room so they can't get in? Yes. Um... By the way, I, I
8: will need to end truth To be safe Whether you stay here or leave I right will now. do the repercussions um, The sooner the better We understand uh, I feel bad though If um, you
5: want, we can leave you Dax And he can be your permanent companion Just
8: joking oh.
1: Dax, just joking oh.
8: <laughs> that is Agreeable Should be interesting I Remember My former life In its entirety It was a A good life I had Good parents I had A brother And two sisters But it was my friend Eltrith That meant the most to me for in being stationed here I had to leave my family behind and he became the only family I would ever need when we were faced with the decision to live on eternally in a way by sacrificing our bodies We did it because of the love We bore each other Not love in the romantic sense But in the platonic sense The kind of love you feel for someone You would give your life to protect And together we gave our lives To protect our people It is disheartening to know that he became corrupted but such is life and life eternal
0: Dax kinda, is, yeah, okay. Dax is moved by this uh, especially the, the talk of love at all uh, particularly with his situation and he's like is this a matter of time sensitive nature as in if we eliminate the hostiles that remain within the facility could we possibly save Eldrith or in a matter of hours will you have to make this decision to execute the one you love I
8: fear knowing now that was this was not a simple matter of bad programming, that his relationship and devotion to this devourer has taken him beyond the point of return. There is something in this entity, be it real or not that takes its believers. Into a mental state that cannot be returned from I wish there was another way But seeing now the dangers That have been presented by his corruption This is the only way And I will be forced to deal with the repercussions
0: I am sorry for your loss
4: Linnea is also moved by everything um, and says we are very honored that you would share your story with us and we will make sure that you sacrifice your good friend not in vain and we will revenge your people
0: we will Uh, destroy the stellar degenerator
4: we will find a way
0: I lost a friend To the
2: devourer as well, a leader of mine, served under him. He was corrupted as well. I felt no pleasure in ending him, but I know that his soul rests easier now that the abomination that lived in his soul has been laid to rest. I wish you the same peace
8: seems as if you were meant to be here what you are attempting to do could save this universe and other universes there could be even greater sacrifices ahead i hope you appreciate the sacrifices we made and know that a time may come when you too will have to make the ultimate sacrifice
1: she turns and, like, waves her hand. And another hologram pops up of Eltreth. And he's, like, in, like, digital chains. And he's just, like, gnashing his teeth and writhing. You don't hear any sound, but you just see him, like, looking at her with hate and anger and fear. in his eyes
3: is like... Ah, ah, ah.
1: And she just
8: looks at him and says... I loved you dearly, old friend. I thought we would be together forever. I was wrong.
1: Goodbye, my friend. And she just like starts Typing at imaginary things all around her. You just see him, like, ah, writhe out in pain, but no sound is coming out, and just like chunks of the hologram start. And you all level up. No. What? Oh. And we'll see you next week. No.
4: Right. Oh. Baby. Oh. oh, sad oh.
0: moment Happy. to celebrate.
3: sad, sad. sad. sad.
4: sad. sad. Oh. moment to celebrate. Oh, oh. So- oh, see it. So sorry, Santa Mom. Santa Mom! Santa no! Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, what a night! What a oh, night. what a night. Holy shit. Oh. Oh.